0: everybody it's that time of the year where you get flowers candy you might get some dick whatever (laughs) it's that time oh my god you can't be saying that shit when i'm (laughs) (laughs) mid-drinking but in all this is mega (laughs) sheen So, oh, because my birthday's this week, and I will be 43. 21. You know, I'm, 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 I am I'm. learned from watching Oz. Um, one of the prisoners said, your age is your honor. I was like, that's right. I've lived long enough, survived enough, still alive as a black gay man in this country. So I'm going to celebrate being 43. All right. That is what's up.
1: How, how you been,
0: Victor? I've been good. I've been a little fast. But um, just because I... Um, I, this guy hit me up this weekend. Very cute guy, and we hung out, and you know, um, got to know each other, and you know, and got to you know kissing and being grown. And now we we're supposed to be going out today to see John Wick too. <laughs> we We're doing the non romantic thing, but we want to spend time together. So I think that was that was nice. He's a cute guy. He is um, a fitness person from Montreal. His name is David. Oh, all right. You better
1: get that Canadian, that Canadian
0: bacon. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is very interesting. Um, but it is what it is. I mean, he's really nice though. And, um, he said to me, it's funny cause he's, he's a white male, but he knows everything about some shea butter, black hair product. I was like, why? Cause of his hair. Cause he has, um, Longer hair, and he used to like look at the black sides so to know how to care for it.
1: I <laughs> see. Giving all our secrets away.
0: I know. These white folks. And I just thought it was funny because he's like, I got shea butter in my hair. Do you use shea butter? I'm like, bitch. <laughs> don't try to come for me. No, I don't use shea butter. And I should. <laughs> don't be coming for me. But no, it's, it's all cool. How about you? Um,
1: I've been okay for the most part. Just. Mm-hmm. I'm still on the uh, I don't have a show to do Mm kind of downer so I've been listening to uh, the Dreamgirls soundtrack like the movie soundtrack and then the play soundtrack and Mm -hmm. then I've been doing the choreography around the house and I'm like I don't have shit to do Mm -hmm. so I've been playing video games uh, oh my gosh so many video games to play so many Mm -hmm. TV shows to watch I feel like I'm behind on everything Um, and I just got off uh, cause I have had a upper respiratory infection like oh. a week and a half so I just got off antibiotics and I am currently downing uh the rest of this Merlot before it goes bad <laughs> so you know can't have it turn it into vinegar
0: that's true you don't want to burn not champagne you don't want to burn your champagne right um, Referencing Miss Dominique Devereaux. Um, (laughs) This is burn. I was like, "Uh uh-uh. That's when you learn something. You learn something from divas. You learn something from them. Uh, So let's get into this madness. Because it it wasn't too much, but it was enough. (laughs) That's been going on. But I want to get into this part of Aunt May's Tea. Because this tea came out today. and It's (laughs) piping hot. It is. So Ben Affleck... (laughs) It's reported now. We're say it's reported that he no longer wants to be Batman. <laughs> Bitch said he, he is thrilled. He don't want to be the director. He don't want to have
1: anything to do mm-hmm.
0: with it. He is tired of it. Um, rumors are saying that he's just tired of the runaround and the story not getting together. They still trying to get the script together. Meanwhile, the Lego Batman movie just came out kind or of whatever it did came out, and everybody's loving that. But. They can't get this movie together, so Ben Affleck is reporting that one to do it. Personally, we don't need a Batman movie. Now, I don't know who told her we needed another one to fit all 61 of these movies. We don't. There's like 12 of these movies. Like, we don't. We, don't, we just don't. Especially
1: if it's going to be a. Uh, I see my parents getting shot <laughs> in the. Uh,
0: in the alley, and then I see the pearls. I'm I like,
1: know Bro, we've see seen that so many
0: times. AKA pearls fall down. You know I don't I don't have time for that, and I don't really I don't really have an interest in the Batman movie. We got other characters to get into. If DC is smart, like some other place, they will play other characters that we don't know about. You know, uh-huh. like Marvel. You know, they gave us Guardians of the Galaxy. Ant-Man, people that we normally don't really think about or care about, and gave them a platform, or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., stuff like that. Um, And some people can argue if you care about Jessica Jones or not, Um, but um, they give these other characters a chance to shine. I don't need to see another badass man movie. Uh, I don't need to see a Superman movie. What we just need to focus on is Wonder Woman right now, and just let this Batman mess, let him pop in when they do these Justice League movies.
1: And it's not like to me, going back to Batman versus Superman, Ben Affleck wasn't the worst thing about it. He was a decent Batman, considering mm-hmm. you had a pile of shit to work with. And I don't blame him if the script is not finished, and he's getting this whole run around. And what the movie's supposed to be out? What next year? I guess yes. So I would <laughs> just like step away from it too, because yeah. you're not gonna have me if I and if I have the name of Ben Affleck and the fame and all that jazz. And if your shit is not done, then, you know, I would have to go my separate ways, too.
0: Because, yeah, you don't have time. I mean, they got to make their money, so they got other projects they got to work on. And if this ain't ready, why why would he waste his time, you know, trying to get this together when he can go and get his other stuff done? So, I mean, this ain't like a regular nobody. This is Ben Affleck. (laughs) So I'm like... He can
1: just join Matt Damon on the Great Wall.
0: Oh, if they don't quit advertising that mess in this town, in this town, there's huge billboards of this. I'm like, if you don't get this white man off my, out of my sight.
1: <laughs> I'm so tired of them damn uh,
0: trailers. I don't uh, know what to do with myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you know what, Ben Affleck. You know, I I applaud you if the if this is true. I applaud you because you ain't got time for the mess. And you basically sent him a the message saying, look, if you don't get it together, I ain't got time for this. So we'll just keep moving. Because he don't need Batman. He, he don't need it. You know, so... Mm. Right. Go do your 90 x somewhere
1: else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame, though, when you think about it. It's really a shame they can't get this together. They, It's just...
1: I don't understand what's the the big deal. like.
0: Well, I think... Uh, we know... Kind of what it is. It's who they who, it's who they got at the table. It's who they have making these decisions. It's these same tired white men who, you know, want to bang it up, shoot it up, and throw in you know some tits and ass. But they don't really have a story to tell. You know, we still get these fast and Fierce movies. We still get movies that we're just like, who, who greenlit this? So we are still getting that type of stuff, and they're still hiring these type of people. They're not. They're not open to. You know, different perspectives to make this stuff shine.
1: Get Lexi Alexander in there and she will.
0: Yeah. Fuck she, shit will. Up. she can give us a Batman. She really could. She,
1: she can. can give us a Batman, a Superman, a Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. the Justice League, the Legion of Doom.
0: Yes. Everything. And it's funny because I was listening to her and, you know, people say she's outspoken. I'm like, well, what about the men? Zach and them outspoken. Zach, if we're talking about. Batman being raped and <laughs> in prison. I'm like, these folks right. are outspoken too. So I don't think that's fair if you're going to put that on Lexi to say that she's outspoken. I'm like, well, okay, but so the men are outspoken too. They work as outspoken and it's not in a cute, outspoken way. So mm. They only say that to say, oh, she's outspoken, she's hard to work
1: with, or she's a bitch. Mm. That's all they say. That's, that's the... Uh, The whistle dog tactics that they're trying to use on that bullshit. It's
0: true. And it's a mess. It is. All right, so what else we got on the table today?
1: So this was announced last week, and if you're hearing this now, then you're probably too late to buy tickets. (laughs) Um, E3, which is the electronic, I forgot what the other two, something expo, (laughs) basically is when video games are announced, and it's usually in June. Uh, They announced that this year it's going to be open to the public. So, tickets went on sale yesterday. The first 1,000 tickets were $149. The next tickets were $249. So, by now, they're probably all sold (laughs) out. And it's interesting because the the E3... Uh, has historically been just for um, insiders in the video game industry, uh, developers announcing their new games and whatnot. So to have it um, open to the public, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: it's almost turning it into a con. Mm -hmm. Whereas how can you, if you have, if historically it's been basically a closed who's who in the video game industry mm-hmm. just to show off the big big new toys, mm-hmm. now it's opening to the public, how are you going to change the the viewpoint to make it more public oriented and public friendly? Mm-hmm. And it's just a a weird um, route they're taking. I'm not sure if this is a good idea. I'm not sure i saying this is a bad idea. Um, it's just I
0: didn't see this coming. Hmm. I, I don't know what the angle is, because there's already a lot of public places that, you know, public you know, cons that does this already. But I also believe that maybe, maybe they're trying to get that feedback to make better games, and maybe that's why they open it to the public. I don't know, but I hope they do have a place where, or a section or whatever, you know, where people can give feedback, so that if that is the case of making better games then that is an opportunity that the people are going to do because I would, if I'm going to go I want to be able to like okay that's cute but here's some things I would like to see here's something else. something before they release it out to the public so they don't have people hating on them and you know wishing them death so maybe, right. maybe that's what they are looking to do
1: and here in the recent uh, of recent years that A lot of big names, like Nintendo, like Sony, Mm -hmm. sometimes they'll just drop out altogether and do their own thing. So Mm -hmm. uh, E3, like right now, it really doesn't hold the same punch that it did, say 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. or even five years ago. Yeah. So it might be a way to um, push the numbers up as far as attendance, and push the people talking about it yeah. but you know i don't know
0: that's true and it's because we already have like disney does their own version mm-hmm. um you got comic-con who does who has like segments or pieces that kind of focus on that and then you got blizzard con you got all that stuff that kind of focus on that so uh we'll see what this is supposed to be about but mm-hmm I mean, it could be a mess. <laughs> but it hopefully. Could very well be a mess. Yeah, but hopefully they're open to people giving feedback and people really participating and creating, I mean, uh, you know, games exactly. they like. Let's see. Um, have you watched Legion? Have you seen it yet? Now you know damn well I ain't got no cable. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about Legion. Well, okay. Uh, this is no shade, but I fell asleep. Watching it, um, and maybe because I was tired, because here in Los Angeles it comes on at ten o'clock, and a bitch goes to bed around ten thirty. So, um, I try to get into it, and it's, it's it's a mind screw, like it is. It's all over the place. So I didn't get to see the twist. I'm not gonna hate on it, but it just felt like it was a lot going on, and I don't want. I like a twist, you know. There was that like, what was that movie Inception, whatever. Like that, that was kind of a nice. Twist of mind games or whatever. And it was a little bit like that, but it was just like, okay, I'm trying to figure out where this is this, where do we go with this story? If he's this powerful, where, where are we going with this and what's going to happen? And um, I might have to watch the first episode again, but some people really loved it. I saw people online talk about they loved it, but I just felt like it was, it didn't keep my intention and I just, next thing you know, I was out. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Because I would usually stay on up and like, you know, here, um, how to Get Away with Murder comes on at 10. And I go, I make it all the way through that. But this, I was like, okay, I, I don't know, like, what, what's happening. Like, I don't have time to figure out. Just, just tell me what's It was like that. Like, I don't have time mm-hmm. for this. Um, but I'm going to keep watching it um, because apparently it's going to get better. It was just a lot. It was just right. a lot.
1: And sometimes, you know, you can't view what the, the writers are, you know, going to do with a pilot. And sometimes a pilot isn't really good anyway Mm -hmm. it's just like a found a foundation
0: just to say that we're here Mm -hmm. so at least give it like a couple of more tries before you say no to it i on the
1: other hand need to you know get some
0: cable (laughs) i'm not gonna say that but you can do that i mean i i tried to give damien that type of treatment and i just gave up and i'm trying to give The Exorcist because there were some good parts in The Exorcist even though the the creator or writer tried to clown us, Um, but it's hard when, it's hard when some of these shows are trying to do so much. You're like, okay, I just need you to just tell a story. I don't need you to try to take me on seven journeys. Just take me on one, and then we'll see what happens from there. But
1: right again, pulling all these stud-ups and shows, yeah, whatnot.
0: But you know, I'm I'm gonna keep watching it. I'm curious to see where it goes and how it may tie into well, that universe.
1: No, we won't talk about we that. Won't. That's like that's like the Beatles
0: Deuce. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. So you saw something about Migos and they don't like us?
1: So okay. Migos um yeah the creators well, they sing bad and bougie. Mm. You know, I don't listen to a lot of rap a lot of rap nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um they had an issue with this one uh, artist called uh, I Love Manokin.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he uh, last month he announced that he was a pub- he uh, publicly announced that he was gay. Hmm. And Migos had an issue with it. Why? They basically said that uh, they're not they don't support uh, him being gay or they're not down with it. Um, let me see here. They said that um, it was whack and um, it was just weird or whatever. I'm like, okay. And then people had an issue with them saying that they didn't support him or that was uh, weird that he was gay. I'm like, uh, homophobic behavior and the rap game has been prevalent since the dawn of rap. Mm-hmm. So them Migos saying that they didn't support this dude because he was gay shouldn't be this big thing that it was. Like, you should know a lot of these motherfuckers are homophobic to begin with. Mm-hmm. What you should be asking the question are why homophobia is so prevalent in the black community, especially the male... Um, community the black male community that's what the question is that you should be asking not oh i didn't understand why he was so why they didn't like him or whatever I'm like who gives a fuck first of all I, migos <laughs> the only reason migos is hot right now is because donald glover gave him a shout out yeah to be completely honest and it's just like people want to be fake surprised or fake outraged when they already knew the answers. Yeah. So you know why these motherfuckers are homophobic.
0: But I also feel like, you know, they, that really needs to just change. Because I'm like, you can't, you can't make it too far like that. Because you have to, the music industry is a creative industry, industry, which we basically run. So I feel like that you're basically closing doors to people like, I ain't got time for you. And you I feel like if you feel that way I mean yeah you should always be honest about how you feel but you also need to be like if I'm getting into entertainment bitch I better buckle up and realize that the gays basically run entertainment <laughs> and I need to like either figure something out with that or to handle that because you can only go so high when you come for the gays in entertainment.
1: And it's like they act as if gay men can't like be hard or something. You know they yeah. can't sell drugs they can't be violent they can't you know, be a criminal when all this shit that you was rapping about, and you're actually, you know, from the suburbs <laughs> versus the crack dealer down the street or your weed, or th- especially because there's a lot of weed being a sm- uh sell on grinder and scruff and whatnot,
0: which is funny to me.
1: <laughs> oh, isn't it though? I, I don't understand that, but you know, that is another
0: topic. Y'all not another selling thing. candy bars? Y'all not selling like. Tickets. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's what I'm saying. That's what y'all need to be selling. If, you know, it's late and I'm hungry and I'm a little active, you can at least give me one or the other. A <laughs> two piece of a biscuit. I know. I know. Give me the cookie shoe. If I'm hungry, that might solve the other issue. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, me It's not that deep. It's really not. Get it together. But speaking of gays, though, we did come out full force over the weekend though we came out
1: over the weekend this past week
0: I mean was yeah. with black gay slay that was amazing
1: that was everything that I needed and so much more yes I don't know who started do you know who
0: started it Cause I, didn't I don't it. I, it, I, it just started and I think I copied right after you did yours I'm, like, I'm gonna do one too because I was sitting in my office like I'm gonna do one too but yeah it was lot of feminine gaze too up through there which i love to see because oftentimes you know
1: feminine homosexuality is not looked at as beautiful Mm -hmm. So it was good to see that. It was also good to see um, my big girls out there, my plus size, yeah. uh, film queens rocking it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, me personally, I had to throw in a drag picture. Yeah, so that. you know, let the let the kids have that.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> all that that contour and that uh, them cheeks.
0: Yes, because, you know, we do need to remind ourselves who we are. We need to remind everybody else who we are. And I think we need to always, always take the opportunity to really just show people that we're not downtrodden and <laughs> we're not tragic. We are so many things, and it was great to see different sides of us, the femme, the, 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 the masculine, I guess. You know, all, we saw all different sides of us, and that's great. This is a new generation where gender is becoming fluid. And I love that. I love that black people felt comfortable and just showing everything they got to show us. There was this big guy who was basically like doing had his Beyonce, you know, cape and the wind. Yes. (laughs) I was like, yes, that's what you do. You show everybody that you are everything and they need to know it. And I love that. And I and I'm glad that someone started that and put that out there.
1: And I love that it was on black. It was in Black History Month too. Yes. It made it so much more prevalent and much more meaningful to do it this month.
0: hmm There was a couple of articles out there on it, and that was nice. It was nice, and it's also it was you know you know very inspi- inspiring, and you know it gave us an ego boost because you got people looking at it and liking it. Um, some some people sending DMs, but it was
1: <laughs> hey, you know. You
0: better get you somebody. I mean, I was like, okay, y'all are really doing it. But besides that, it was great. I'm so glad that, and I'm glad that we didn't have white gay slaves. Like, I was expecting, you know, these hoes to come out here and, and try <laughs> to show out. Because they've been showing out since the Grammys. Well, actually since the Super Bowl. these.
1: To be honest, since election.
0: That too. Let's
1: be honest. Yeah, and let's
0: talk about that. Because you remember that guy, Chadwick Moore, who wrote that article about Milo Yabba Dabba Doo. And we dragged him all across Africa. And he then came out with an article this past week talking about how I'm conservative now. And I was like, I said, that's all. I said, you just showed us how weak you are. When your ass get dragged, you don't know how to get up and dust yourself off and deal with the fact that you screwed up. You just say that we're evil, and they're gonna join the other side. Who hates you?
1: Well, Who hates you? What that does? I saw that. I saw the. Uh, somebody retweeted it, mm-hmm. and I saw the. I'm coming out as conservative, and I already. I just closed Twitter and went about my <laughs> business because it's almost as if. Well,
2: no, it <laughs> is him demeaning the coming out process mm-hmm. because a lot of people have died because of it
1: so you just say oh i'm coming out as conservative that doesn't mean any i know a lot of conservative people they don't mean they're assholes mm-hmm. shit at some certain topics i am conservative so you quote unquote coming out as conservative is stupid and you're drawing attention to something that doesn't mean doesn't really need attention
0: mm-hmm.
1: mainly yourself
0: right and i'm like okay so you coming out tell about how you hanging out with um Skeletor and and, and and Coulter and all that and I'm like so basically what, you, what you're telling us is you chose your whiteness over your gayness you chose that as your safe space because you don't know how to handle what happens when it gets rough and hell we've been dealing with the rough side of being gay for years so hell we if we were going to switch over it would have been us but no nah, it got too too hot for him and you know his whiteness had to be the first thing that, sh- that goes first so he that's where like, he, he jumped I, to his whiteness I, I don't understand those kind of people like him, like Omarosa, like Ben Carson
1: that think that just because I'm going to play nice with them or I'm basically a yes man that they're going to see me in a different light. Mm. To them, Omarosa and Ben Carson, you're still a nigga. You still got to use the the servant's entrance. Mm -hmm. You still got to walk 10 steps behind us to uh, whatever that name is, Chadwick or whatever the fuck his name is you're still a faggot to them you're still, you're still a sinful piece of shit to them mm-hmm. so it kills me that these people want so desperately to you know be held up in a brighter image to their mm-hmm. people who put them down rather than the regular folk who knows that they think that we know that they don't like us
0: and all he had to do, all he had to do was say I was wrong. I was trying to do this with this article. It did not work. So you know what? I'm taking it out, moving on. But now he's trying to make a big deal out of it. Woe is me, crying all these white tears. And now he's like, Well, I'm a conservative. I'm like, Yeah, Pence will still have you locked up. Like, you, like you need to understand what you're doing. And like, pretty much everybody in his cabinet is anti-gay in some form or fashion. But you, know, but you want to be conservative though. So. Okay. Hmm. Just trash. Oh, okay. So we just had a, a blackout. I guess it was coming for us. They heard we were talking about them too much.
1: <laughs> Kellyanne Conway with her, uh, skeletal-looking ass. I know.
0: But that's all right. We right back. But that's what we're saying, basically. Um, mm, Y'all, quit trying to run to the other side in hopes they're going to embrace you. They will not. They never will embrace you. They never will embrace you. They never will. They will not. Uh, Let me see. What else we got? Well, I guess we need to go. You know, we can, this can be a long one, so I'm going to move that one to the end. This can probably be in our random-ish stuff. I'm going to move the Grammys a little bit later, but you had a good story. I had a story. So, and police ain't shit news because, you know, everybody else doesn't want to be outdone by the
1: U.S. So there was, I don't know if you heard about this, but there was a story in France that this black man was assaulted. Basically, he was raped by four or five French police. Hmm. So it happened, uh, I would say, a couple of weeks ago that these um, policemen... Violated this man by inserting their baton in his ass. Okay. And spitting on him, calling him all kinds of rape this, that, and the third. Um, it was. Reading about it was really terrible. Hmm. And the police have come out to say that, oh, it was an accident that their baton slipped. I'm like, you mean to tell me your baton slipped in this guy's rectum so hard that he had to have surgery? And he's basically like scarred for life. And they don't tell his sexuality because, you know, really it doesn't matter. But even if he was queer, he, and even if he was like a bottom, you know, the tra- the trauma of even having sex ever again. So, actually, the police officers are charged... One is charged with, I think, rape. Um, the others are charged with um, some other uh, crime. It is just... It's crazy. And there have been protests. Uh, just suis, the guy's name is uh, Theo... Mm-hmm. Just we see uh protests have been going uh, all around France. So it's not as if they're just like, oh, you know, shit happens. At least people are protesting. Yeah. But it just goes to show you the police everywhere ain't shit.
0: That is a mess. It slept. I'm going to try to. Okay. It slipped. I mean, something like that. If I was a judge in there. I would like have a firing squad like shoot them now just shoot them right now that is ridiculous
1: it's it is just so like that violation has got to be on a different level I can't Im- yeah. imagine being violated violated like that yeah
0: so there's something going on with them to even go that deep that's why I'm like mm, they need to really psycholog-. like look at them psychologically and like figure out what is really going on with y'all because that that's just it doesn't need to go that yeah, deep.
1: Yeah, it's it's just it's crazy.
0: It is. Alright, well
1: So do we have any other news?
0: We don't but we're just going to get into it's going to be random today. Let's just change it up a little bit because <laughs> um, there's been some stuff we can just talk about it and get stuff off our chest but let's do that. Let's talk about just, let's talk about the Grammys okay. because that, go ahead
1: and start it off
0: yeah you know it Grammys is now Grammys so white and a part of me didn't want to believe that but then when I look back at everything that's happened the fact that Lauryn Hill is the last black woman to win um, album of the year and that was way back um, that was in
1: 1998
0: <laughs> yes just graduated college and I'm like really that's, the, we were still in the damn 19's, that's what, so that's what I'm saying and it's been 17 years in the 2000's and Beyonce and I had about 4 or 5 albums out but <laughs> I was like okay, I'm just sitting up here like okay, the articles are on point if y'all haven't seen there's been several articles about the Grammys because when you look at what they are rewarding, it's a lot of mediocrity. Like to have Taylor Swift, somebody tweeted Prince, I'll, I'll give them this, Mariah Carey, <laughs> and some Whitney Houston, all that have never really won Album of the Year, but Taylor Swift has won twice.
1: Taylor Swift won over a dead Michael Jackson. Are you fucking kidding me? She won, what was it, uh, Album of the Year or some, some kind of yeah. bullshit award. She won over dead Michael Jackson. You mean to tell me that? The Grammys are supposed to be the epitome of musical excellence. You mean to tell me that Taylor, I'm So White, Swift, music was better than Michael Jackson?
0: And then you think that about... She, I, yeah. You
1: can't tell me that.
0: Kendrick Lamar, when he lost to Macklemore Mac for Best Rap Album. <laughs> the fact that they even nominated...
1: Best Rap Album, are you kidding? Macklemore is better <laughs> a rapper than Kendrick Lamar.
0: Okay. Considering that Kendrick Lamar had an awesome year of his latest album that came out until only, well, I, a, a while ago, but it came, but it was out. Um, but what have we heard from Macklemore? They tried to come back, <laughs> but nobody was checking for it.
1: Right. It's, I haven't watched the Grammys. I don't, I haven't really watched the Grammys, I think, since Lauren Hill won. Mm-hmm. Really. And after they did, repeatedly, that BS with all of the... Black, they want all the black actors to perform, but they don't want to award them with anything.
2: Yeah.
1: And historically, the Grammys have been musical excellence. So much like the Oscars, much like the Golden Globes, the BAFTA, you know, the Emmys. Mm-hmm. So we are awarding excellence. So... All these people that I don't think deserve a Grammy mm-hmm. over any of the other nominees mm-hmm. are better than them. And get the fuck out, with, out of here with that. And you mean, the, Beyonce didn't win Album of the Year again. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what this bitch needs to do to
0: win a Grammy uh, album of the year. Grammy. That's what Adele said. It is. So what like she does she have the, to do? Like, what does she have to do to win? Because I'm sitting here thinking, I had, I listened to both albums, and I like Lemonade better than 25. I don't see how 25 was considered the best. But then I'm like thinking, was she was Beyonce too black for these folks? And and I was like, and I, and I kept asking, who was on this board? Because I want to know, who, I want to know faces and names. I want to know who was sitting on this to make these decisions. Because... It just didn't make sense. Like even like like if y'all, you can see the clips Adele both times, talked more about Beyonce than she did herself. When she got these awards. (laughs) So I I I don't know. I don't know what else to do. I I just feel like that we need to. I will keep watching but I'm I just noticed that there is something foolish going some foolishness going on. It really is and like when you were saying uh 25 uh Adele's 25 25 is not better than 21.
1: Hmm. To be honest. Like 21 was on the the charts. That whole damn album was on the charts for like at least 2 years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't even Honestly, I don't even remember any other songs from 25 other than Hello. Yeah. So <laughs> it just and you know she was going to have like a whole medley of her wishing that she had went with the person that she saw in the serial out 5 years ago. So I don't I don't get it. I really don't get it. And I love that but I love that she was standing for Beyonce, I love yeah. that she was recognizing excellence out there.
2: Yeah,
1: it's just it didn't have to come at her expense, you yeah. know. The Academy, well, whoever, the board, the Academy, the the people, the powers that be yeah. at the, the Grammys needed to recognize that Beyonce's album Lemonade was far better than 25. It had a a more it
2: resonated with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It had a very much a social impact mm-hmm.
1: on a a large group of people, especially black women. So for them to just deny that and in the
0: same breath ask her to perform, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. And then what was also bothering me was the response from a lot of white gay men because I was noticing and I even put this on Facebook I was like notice who's hating on her um, because it was so obvious and they were hating on Beyonce back at Super Bowl when you know, Gaga performed and they were talking about, you know, you saw those articles they were like Gaga can teach Beyonce how to mm-hmm. and I'm like okay we don't need to even do this but it was very interesting to see some of the responses from white gay men about Beyonce saying that she was gimmicky that she was doing this for attention um It wasn't all that great. And I'm like, okay. But, and somebody posted something about, like, Britney is so humble. Like, I'm glad Britney is so humble. I'm like, well, that's all she can be, because she can't be... She has to be humble. She can't say. Uh, What else can she be? She had her shot. It's over for her. She's She's not at the level of Beyonce. She never was. So how dare you even try to put her... Th- this is what I want y'all to do, white gays. Stop taking your mediocrity fave- faves and trying to put them on the shelf with trophies. You cannot do that. No Katie's, no Miley's, no, to some extent, no Gaga's and no Britney's. You-, you can't do it. Just stop trying to make it happen. Y'all be trying to make these girls happen, and you can't. You just can't. They just can't go anywhere. They're not... This is a Beyonce nation. This is a Beyonce era. If you can't get there, you're not there. You know what I'm saying? I just,
1: like, I'm not a Beyonce stan. Mm-hmm. There are certain times that Beyonce gets on my goddamn nerves mm-hmm. and I can't deal with her. But what I'm not gonna do is act like her relevance, her artistry is not peak right now. Mm-hmm. What I'm not gonna do is act like she's not doing shit. Yeah, Like, she keeps on Reinventing herself, reinventing herself, doing these new things that a lot of other artists simply can't do. You can't see uh, Katy Perry or a Britney Spears doing sitting in that shit, their old wicker furniture, <laughs> sitting back and trying to sing. You mm-hmm. just can't do that. And her looking like a Final Fantasy African Indian Shiva up there, which took me all the way down. Yeah. I just, you have to give props where props are due, yeah. And to me, I feel that Beyonce hasn't gotten her due. True. When it comes to her uh, award season. Yeah, and so I feel like she should just like not perform anymore.
0: She should. She can. I mean, because we will. I mean, it's so funny when again you look at like, like there was this picture of Cher. Um, and she had on something not really similar to, to um, Beyonce but it was gold and it had like a crown and they tried she try- had on a Bob original yeah and so they were like ooh somebody did it before you Beyonce I'm like no she did not because Cher is not trying to be Oshun, so she's not trying to be an African goddess don't do don't do that and I, mean, I was like that shows your ignorance to not even know what she was actually referencing to so you know sit your raggedy ass down I was very bothered and I'm not a Stan Stan but I just felt like, don't do that. Don't disrespect her because your phase ain't living up to the task. You know, don't don't disrespect her because you can't point to somebody and be like, "Ooh, she's just, no." You can't. You can't. There's nobody. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's nobody. I
1: saw that that photo of uh, I saw that photo of Cher and wasn't it like a, a blue outfit that she was wearing? by Bob back in then, and mm-hmm. the people were trying to compare the two, her and Beyonce. I'm like that. That doesn't even, she doesn't even go here.
0: Yeah. And, and quit trying to do that. Like, uh, I don't know what it is with some white gays. Not all of y'all. But some of y'all, I don't know why you dislike her so much. I don't know if it's because you can't emulate her. You can't identify with her. You can't. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, I guess you can, you can feel that with Taylor Swift because she's ugly. And she ain't got no ass. And she, you know... <laughs> She reminds you of you because you wouldn't be able to do the things like she does. I don't know. I don't know. But I just feel like the hate for her is very obvious from some of the white gay community. Like it's very obvious to me. I think sometimes it comes from a place where they you know they can't actually identify with where or take. Some, they've been take told. They, they've been told like repeatedly that because they're quote unquote
1: white that mm-hmm. they can exists anywhere except now where she makes something specifically for a group of people and they're like, well, I can't just go ahead and take that that's not mine yeah I think that's where that comes from but you know
0: yeah I, I think that I can't answer that I think that too I think it's because they can't take it from her you know what I'm saying because anybody can sing a Taylor Swift song hell um, Ryan Adams did a whole, he did her whole album from a male point of view. So, you can do that. Probably did it better. I think he did it better because I bought more. I bought some of the songs. He did it really better. I like Ryan Adams. But I just felt like you can't take from her, so you can't. That's why you hate it so much. It's because you know she's, she is just running it. And for some reason, it just triggers y'all because you don't have any faves. And I wonder if that's the case. They don't have anybody at that level anymore. Because you know, there was always Madonna and Janet Jackson. You can argue who was what and who was whatever. But they were always those two, you know? They they both pushed envelopes sometimes. They both did things differently. But now you don't have that. So I feel like they don't have nowhere to go. Uh, they don't have nowhere to go, you know, unless it is Taylor or Britney. And, wow. I, and I'm like, you know, when Britney puts out one of these raggedy-ass albums that only, you know, sells like 25 copies, that, you need to be the real fan and be like, you know what, I love you, but you need to stop. <laughs> You're not there mm-hmm. anymore.
1: Now we're not saying Britney was the jam back in the day. Back in yeah, what, she had her time. Or yeah, she did. She had her time. She had little bops. I mean, a lot of people stood for her. You know, I still go hard for toxic, You know, that mm. album Break the Ice was mm. good. Um, but you know, you need to set old yellow to
0: greener <laughs> pastures. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, it's very interesting to see how people respond to that and respond to... Like, I just don't know what that hate of Beyoncé is. I mean, yes, she's everywhere, but it's not really bothering you. So why you have all this hate, I don't know. But um, she was amazing. Her performance, I just looked at it again, it was a, It was amazing. It was a nice performance. I love that she was given homage to um, African goddesses and, and, and that whole look. Like, that was something we don't see very often. We haven't seen... Except in the Diana Ross phase, you know, like back in those days, when Diana Ross would come out doing, you know, like, to me, I was laughing because i was making jokes like this is Beyonce mahogany stage right here. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is mahogany it, come like, come back.
1: It reminded Beyonce how her her garb and everything reminded me
0: of Earth, Wind and Fire. Mm-hmm. How because Earth, Wind and Fire when they were big,
1: they were into the mysticism mm-hmm. and the Africanness and all of the Egyptian is of uh, of that time, because you know, w- w- back in the '70s, you know, everybody was getting big on Black Pride and Black Power mm. and going back to the roots and whatnot. So that what it just hit me that that's what that reminded me of, like almost a a back to the past, but back to the future type thing if you catch my drift, like yeah. it was a uh, pay homage to the past but revamp it so it's
0: 2.0 mm-hmm. so yeah I mean I feel like what you know the Grammys they didn't get to act together I feel like they all notice now because all these articles are popping up out of everywhere there's talks about you know artists boycotting it or not really performing at it Cause it's like why come here when you are Basically telling us that we ain't going to get anything for all the hard work. and the, I mean, I, again, Kendrick Ali lost to Macklemore. They nominated Iggy Azalea. at one point. She was nominated. <laughs> I'm just like, come on, y'all. And then they love Taylor Swift. And, and I'm glad that she's been out of the limelight, too, because after she got dragged, after she got dragged twice. Got dragged by Kim Kardashian first and then this new article came out which I read uh, we talked about this last week but that article just was on point. Timeline how she just did this how she plays the victim how she likes to insert her raggedy ass into stuff. I feel like if you think about it, Beyonce doesn't really do that she's just like hey we'll make an album great I'm gracious for it that's it I don't need to be in your business <laughs> I don't need to be talking about this and talking about that.
1: I think Mama Knows raised her, you know, keep your business to yourself and only let them know so much.
0: Good old Southern black values. Like, you mm-hmm. You don't run your mouth Why you're running your mouth, what you're trying to start. You know, keep it to yourself, handle your business. All that stuff. <laughs> All right. that stuff. I don't know. But, yeah, that was just something that just really stuck with me, and I just got really bothered by it. And I'm also bothered right now with... Um. Mm. so I've talked about this before and I, it, I don't know why it bothers me but I got called out for again, there's like oh, oh, why can't you get get this, get this with black men? I feel like you just don't really like us at all and somebody wrote that to me, they DM'd me and said that and I'm like that's not the case uh, hold
1: on, they said that you didn't like black men?
0: yep yeah. And I was like, I was like, why are you saying that? And I was like, because you know, I ain't never seen you. I was like, who is? First of all, I was like, who is this? They've never seen me. I'm like, I'm like okay, somebody's really paying a lot of attention. But I, I talked about this before. But it, it's not like I, I'm not trying. It's where are they? And L A. It's a it, interesting world, because for example, if I open up my Match dot com page, if I have forty three people, looking at me. Two are maybe black. Two. Out of 40, something. <laughs> so I'm just like, wow, this is what we're dealing with. I want people to quit. It's not like we don't want to be with our own, because, you know, there's always that, that, that ageless argument. Because someone would put up those pictures of, of black gay celebrities and their white partners. And I'm like, it's not that, I'm sure they, for some of them, maybe they try. But... You know where, <laughs> unless I'm planted in Atlanta, where, where, and and it's really funny because, hell, I was watching for some reason. There was some football player. I forgot his name, but apparently he was dating his um, assistant, and this queen started telling business. And I was like, I wonder if some black men feel like I can't date black men <laughs> because they're gonna tell our biz- You know, they're gonna do all this and be all that and. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why it bothers me so much. I don't know why it is, but it's just interesting to see. I, yes, there are black men who would completely tell you that they will not date a black man. And I usually just curse under my tongue and put a spell on them. But then <laughs> there are some who, it's like you would ne- like I have, it's, it's just interesting. I have never found one that was ready or available. And if they do look at me, they live in, 2,000 miles away, I'm like, that ain't gonna work. Right. <laughs> I think it's a,
1: that's a very deep issue that we should actually cover on a later to, uh, later show. Yeah. That this sense that some black guys don't be checking for other black guys because somehow it's a, a form of self-hate. That they've been told that black is not beautiful for so long and they've been inundated with Gay media of mm. what is the what should be the norm? This rock hard, blue eyed, blonde hair guy, and that's the the prize that you're supposed to get. Yeah. So it's a lot. I think it's a, a very much complicated issue that needs more unpacking.
0: Yeah. It, it's true. And,
1: that's true. And as for me. Don't tell me who I can and can't date. <laughs> That's if I want to date a white guy, I'll date a white guy. If I'm going to date a Muslim guy, I'm going to date a Muslim guy. Hispanic, Asian, Black,
0: Portuguese, Italian, Australian, Chinese, Japanese, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I'm open to all of them. All of them. I mean, shoot. I mean, as I have said before, who am I to deny all of this special? Smoked honey. You know, who, who am I to right. deny them that, that experience? Who am I to deny them that? <laughs> There's too many. Like, I, I said, I can't limit myself to one type. There's just too many types. And I, you know, I've, I've been with different, you know, ethnicities. And to me, they're all the same. You know, some may have some issues about being open and out. But at the end of the day, it's the same stuff. I mean, I put
1: myself, when I came out, well... I didn't initially come out, but I had, when I was in college and I, you know, came to the terms that I was gay, that I put on myself that I was going to date these certain type of guys, he wasn't going to smoke, he was going to be in shape, yada, 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 he was going to be, you know, tall and, you know, six-packed and all this jazz. And now, you know, 10 years later, I'm with uh, a smoker who does drag and... Who doesn't
0: like going to the gym and i'm okay with that mm-hmm. i'm happy with that and that's good for you like you know that, I mean that's good for you. what makes you happy what makes Yeah. and that's what it all comes down to um but don't try to judge people for what you don't know what's going on you don't know what the struggle is it's not as simple as you think but um it is interesting because some people will say really la i'm like yeah really la um, but L A is is basically filled with people who come here to be someone else, and if you y'all don't, know y'all crazy any damn way. True, but if if you don't know yourself, like I always love the fact, I always say the best place to come out is a small town because you get to know who you are a whole lot more. You're not influenced by mm-hmm. a lot because you know we came out. My friends, and I came out in Murray, Kentucky. <laughs> we didn't have. It wasn't like, woo, we got all these examples. It was like, we are who we are, you know, ourselves. And we just like guys, but we wasn't like influenced by going out to these bars and seeing the same old thing. Like we, we were all different in some ways. And I love the fact that we did that because now I feel like when I moved to New York City and then I moved to Los Angeles, I knew who I was. I didn't let the city change me or influence me to be something different. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's interesting that we as gay people or queer people continue these struggles because I know it's a little tough maybe not as worse with women I feel like women just figured it out better than we did (laughs) sometimes I wish I could be a lesbian because I'm like, if I was a lesbian I wouldn't be having these issues I would be already married we'd probably have two kids, four dogs two houses, everything I feel like they got their act together
1: Yeah, I think as a whole, sometimes gay men don't want to grow up. Mm -hmm. We have this sense of, uh, oh, I'm going if I'm going to be young, then I gotta you know get it in whatever. Mm -hmm. Or not not so much that as as opposed to having
2: an adverse effect about aging. Mm -hmm. Like
1: if you hit a certain age, like me for thirty, then I'm not, quote-unquote, categorized as a twink. Actually, I don't know what the fuck I mean. A twink, <laughs> to me, sounds like food or somebody who really doesn't have a smart... is smart, so whatever on that. But, you know, we age out of that little gay boy phase, and now we have to come to terms. We have to actually grow up. And some people don't want to do that. Some people just want to act like act as if they're young the whole time and you know not face responsibilities of you know life
0: Mm -hmm. and that's funny too because I'm like I am very fortunate I got to be young and gay like I got to go through it at the I don't want to say the proper age but I got to do it when I was 18 and 19 and 20 and 21 like I was able to Do all that to where at forty three. I'm not trying to be out here with these kids. I'm not trying to be out in the streets. I'm like bitch. It is ten o'clock. I'm gonna be sitting right here on this couch, (laughs) and I'll see y'all tomorrow. Classic files comes on shit.
1: That's
0: what I'm saying. Some the (laughs) some marathon is on. I'm gonna be sitting here watching it. Right, the Twilight
1: Zone is on
0: shit. I know a different world's on girlfriends a marathon. (laughs) If I see a girlfriend's marathon, I'll be like, you know what we doing tonight. About to sit here, <laughs> right here, put these wings in the oven, and just sit perched right there on that couch giggling <laughs> All day. Yeah. I you remember what BET used BET used to play girlfriends like like all Saturday or something like that. And that yeah, would literally be my Saturday. I'll be like, Well, I just got back from the gym. I ain't got nothing to do until this time and girlfriends on. we will be right here watching girlfriends all day until so I'm like, you know what, I need to get out for a minute. That's that's me. I don't need to try to be young. And and I think once you... I think if you missed your shot, you missed your shot. You need to now move on and try to figure out what's your next step. Because nobody, and what's not cute is being the old man in the club. And what's not cute is the old man trying to hang. No.
1: That's true. <laughs> on another random segue, mm-hmm. I have been watching Girlfriends on YouTube. And... I really think that that was one of the shows that didn't get its praise. It didn't. It went on for eight seasons and not nary an Emmy winner in any of them.
0: You're right. That show, it was amazing. It was an amazing show. Um, I love all of the characters. I love all of them. The way they were, their struggles. I love Tony. Tony... Antoinette Child, I love Tony. I love Joan. I love Joan was basically a lot of us, you know, trying to figure out not only, you know, our next, you know, career move, but, you know, who, like, I love and what am I doing? Am I settling? Why am I settling? I loved their story. I loved that Maya was trying to get, you know, get her life on track, trying to not... You know, be the girl from the hood, but also be a little bit more. And I love Lynn. Lynn was kind of that, you know, part of... I think a lot of us would love to be a Lynn, you know, to be kind of wild and free out there, you know, cute outfits, but have all this drive to do all these things. I I just love The show was just amazing. If don't... I, I've been not ever hearing that they're they doing a four-day marathon because I will be... If there's a weekend of it, I'm literally... Go you know, come back from the gym or when I'm gonna go to the store buy groceries and be like what time is it it's 6 we here for the rest of the night just sitting right there right. on the couch
1: perched up on the couch I see I identified with a lot of them for a lot of different reasons like mm-hmm. for for Lynn I felt that her freeness is a lot of sometimes what I want to be but am too afraid to just put myself out there mm-hmm. for Maya I can understand growing up in the hood you know me growing up in public housing and whatnot and striving to be something better than society thinks i am mm-hmm. i understand from Jones' point of view of when she was doing when she was being a lawyer when she got to uh the law firm and then that episode where um out Lynn's apartment and they Mm -hmm. painted it and Lynn forgot to send her uh, application to the fashion design. I can understand of doing stuff that people wanted you to do and not really going for your dreams. Mm -hmm. And I can stand Tony as far as being from, well not from the farm, but you know being from the hood, but wanting to be like this glamorous type of person. Mm -hmm. She was almost like Regine Hunter from Living Single, Mm -hmm. like, tops ten. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: So, it was just, like, all of the the storylines, especially the storyline where um, Greg had cheated back on, had cheated on Tony Mm -hmm. to get back at her, and Tony and uh, Joan were up at the church crying, yeah. and they were saying, "We fall down, but get back up." That was a really powerful uh, episode. Another one was when Kimberly Elise's character came in, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. they found out she was uh, she had full blown AIDS. Yeah. And the ending of that episode was one of the best endings of an episode I have ever seen of a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Where Joan, uh, if you didn't, if you haven't watched the episode. There was one scene in it where all of the girls are uh, in Joan's kitchen and Kimberly Lee's characters get cut by a knife and everybody freaks out. And Joan just throws away the, the knife. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the episode, Joan actually washes the knife and puts it back where uh, in her cutlery. Mm-hmm. And that was like so powerful to me. Uh, another episode where I love where, um, Le- Well, Maya, after she and Darnell, well, after Darnell found out that she had kissed uh, that other guy, Stan. Yeah, Stan. Mm-hmm. Oh, his, his he, he was so creepy.
0: I know, but he was he's he he fine though. He was kind of cute.
1: He was. He was <laughs> Jesus, five, but he was like, right. yeah. Um, where um Maya had been staying for Joan for a minute, and mm-hmm. then she was like, "I'm tired. I want to go home." And her, uh, her and Darnell are you know going back and forth, and he was like, when I hold you, and I'm getting emotional right now, mm-hmm. it feels like sometimes that you're slipping away from me."
0: mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I remember
1: that. Oh my God, that put me through it. Yeah. And it was just some of those stories were so good yeah. and I just
0: like eight seasons, we don't even get a season finale. And we need one and I feel like if Netflix or somebody was smart, they would give us a two hour movie. Of just seeing Something. where they are now. You know, I want to see a recordization, rec- I'm rec- a- I'm saying that word totally wrong, of Joan and Tony. Because that was hard to watch how that went down
1: and it was it was so hard to watch and like after Tony left I kind of just stopped watching it it oh. was just like I can't that synergy isn't there anymore
0: yeah cause Tony had some <laughs> Tony had some good lines but Tony was us Tony was us in the way that the mistakes that we make or the you know things that we do and when we are not strong about ourselves and how we try to put on a different face she I liked that she was going to therapy. I liked that she was talking about how like, you know, if she dies, then nobody would care about her. Like it was stuff like that. Um and also what and one of the things that still sticks with me, and I say this to myself, that Joan said it, she was like I think she was telling Tony that she said, I don't have time for this, I have to save myself.
1: Mhm. When uh when uh uh oh guys Tony told Sweetelson her business about mm. Joan sleeping with a, uh, sex addict. Yeah, yeah, I remember
0: that. And that was a part of me that was like, yeah. Sometimes we just need to save ourselves because nobody else is going to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, I'm getting emotional. Um, right. Because you have to. Because sometimes you had, you have to say that out loud. That. I have to save myself, because I can't sit here and be like, somebody's going to do it for me. I have to be able to do this. I have to figure out how to do it. And that's what I loved about that that particular episode, because I remember it was like, yeah, I need to, I need to save myself. At the end of the day, I'm responsible for everything. I have to be able to do it. Um,
1: that episode, um, there was two with Lynn that were really good, well, all of them were, but uh, two in particular, when her mom came back yeah. And then her mom left and at the end she's uh trying to call her and then she's like, Oh, I thought you picked up That oh my god, that all that went just went right through me. Yeah. And when she's um when she's with Finn and she says, uh, tell me that I matter to you
2: mm-hmm. when he's just sitting there emotionless
0: that uh, some yeah. of those things just brings me to tears so bad. Yeah, there's a lot of that because when even when when Joan was messing around with that that young boy, and <laughs> that she <little> went, boy. <laughs> but she went back to him because she didn't want to be alone. I think we've all been there to where it's like I I kind of made a joke about it on Twitter. It's like sometimes you don't wanna you don't wanna get with this person, but it's like but sometimes it's just nice to be held or it's just nice to be want it and that happens a lot sometimes you find yourself like i just want to be i want somebody to to want me and you have to sometimes break that away from what you're putting yourself through <laughs> but you but it was just seeing that um seeing how she had to make a decision with oh i can't remember what his name was but when he didn't want kids because he was her he was her soulmate.
1: oh my god
0: that and she had she walked up to the store and she was like i she didn't want to give that up, and I bet that was hard to do. Cause you know you you find yourself like I found my soulmate, and uh-huh. I have to walk away from it.
1: Or the same like when, when they're fighting and whatnot, and she gives the ring back to him, and then they just start crying on each other. Yeah. That. Uh, that was tough to watch. Yeah. That was really tough to watch. It Shit, was... now I'm all fucking emotional.
0: <laughs> Well no, I mean that show that's what we get. We got some good television from that show. I wish I really wish they reconsider and really put something back out because it was amazing. I have the first three seasons on D V D and I just feel like that it was just so much into it. And you ain't got to be a woman. I mean it was for you know, it was for women, but you don't have to be a woman to identify with what they were going through. There was things that we could easily identify with. Uh, mm-hmm. Because again, you know, you're trying to save yourself. You're trying to be better. You're trying to know who you are. You're trying to make these steps. You're trying to learn to love. You're trying to be loved. You're trying, you're trying to, to find your passion. Yeah. You're trying to
1: f- uh, be recognized in your workplace. You're trying to uh, do all these things. Remember that episode where um, Joan was, uh, her and uh, William had a. Uh, a run-in at the office where she was uh, kept on being um, talked over in the board meeting mm-hmm. that I know an, an issue that a lot of women face, especially women of color face in the mm-hmm. workplace as if their opinions don't matter or what they have to say doesn't matter. Um, there was another episode Oh, even though some of these are serious episodes a lot of it was funny as hell yeah like when uh, when tony got that botched uh botox <laughs> yeah and then she went to go see her future husband that little short man
0: oh todd i love uh, todd. <laughs> i love i thought todd was cute i i'm gonna look i'm gonna see what he's doing right now but i i had a crush on todd
1: todd was very cute um and then there was an episode where she's trying to get, uh, when she gets pregnant and she gets Morgan, trying to get Morgan to latch on.
2: Yeah.
1: And, <laughs> and Tony was like, well, no, Joan was like, um, why don't you sing her uh, um, a lullaby? She's like, what, rock, rock my baby? <laughs> and she says, uh uh, she said something, oh my god, it is just so hilarious, and then she's like uh, now my baby is in a, <laughs> the
0: neonate ward, and I'm on trial for murder or something, I was like I <laughs> was weak I, um, I love I, when Joe when jo was trying to figure out what she was going to do and they were all at, that, at their favorite diner, and she was sitting right next to Tony, because Tony almost lost it but there was that scene <laughs> where she was like, well I was thinking about doing a play about the gold rush, you can see Tony almost losing it <laughs> Because she had to close her mouth. <laughs> and I was like, because Joe was like, it was like, yeah, this is, I said, these are my friends. Because they'd be like, well, this is what I'm doing. I right. think about doing a new play about RuPaul and his shoes. And you have to be, look at your friends like, bitch, if you don't know, get out of my face with these, these broke back dreams. But right. it was like first... First she
1: was trying to open a tea house and then she went to uh flip houses to sell it for a profit i'm
0: like and she said with that play in the ball. gold rush i'm like girl ain't nobody gonna go and see that i just lost it All i right. early, early in that episode because
1: she had bought new furniture mm-hmm. and then Maya was like uh <laughs> when joan was like uh everybody didn't like the name joan's house mm-hmm. and then Maya was like uh maybe you should do General Jones
0: furniture sale and I was on the floor. Oh my god! <laughs> I remember when Maya was working on her book and she was at her cousin's place at, her, at, the, at the at the salon. Mm-hmm. And that one queen holla out, ain't nobody gonna pay, you for, ain't that. pay for that. <laughs> and was like, don't listen to her. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Like, that was, that's real. That's that's real salons in this town. That's, but when, but when he said, ain't nobody gonna pay for that, I just died. I just died. And Leslie, and Leslie Jones was in that too, because she was in, I remember she was in that particular episode.
1: She was in that episode. Yeah, I do remember. I was like, is that her or not? I couldn't, I couldn't look, make it out. But I was like, that's gotta be her. But yeah, there was a lot of famous, and all of a sudden, like, uh um, Kelsey Grammer, of all people, yes. was the executive <laughs> producer. Like, that blew my mind. That white-ass
0: man. Well, he said he, he's, it was a gold. He said, that's a gold mine. And he was like, nobody's thought of this. And I'm like, that's a smart white man. I mean, he's conservative as hell. But he was like, this is a gold mine. Why would I sit here and not do this? And he was right.
1: Right. And, and he was uh, actually in one of the episodes. He was in the, uh, what was this, season one or season two, uh, when they did Thanksgiving at mm-hmm. Jones. And Jones was trying to, uh, fried turkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh, that some so many good episodes, yeah. and I I love that it highlighted women, especially Black women and mm-hmm. such. We they aren't this monolithic. They they're messy. They're yeah. emotional. They're powerful. They're strong. Mm-hmm. They're pissed off. Yeah. They're weak. Um, it highlighted Black women and. So many emotions, yeah. And I wish, like now we don't have a show for
0: it. I mean, we we kind of have um, insecure. Oh yeah, we,
1: yeah, we do have insecure. Well, they're on hiatus right now, aren't they? Yeah. Think, or
0: but I but it it's still there's always girlfriends and I feel like I'm glad we had that experience. I'm glad we had that version of, of Sex in the City for us because I do love Sex in the City too. But I. Cause that was some great moments too. <laughs> I mean, people can hate on Sex in the City, but that that show was the best. But girlfriends was just so. It was so deep. It was just so much there, and I love the different shades of the women. I love, just everything. Cause you know there were just so many things, and again, Tony will always be my favorite. Cause Tony had, I stay like I stay in the Phoenician because Tony. Cause I remember she said when they went to Vegas or something. And she said, "I only do the Venetian." I was like, "The Venetian," <laughs> and uh, so when I first went to Vegas, I was like, "Okay, so we're going to stay," and we didn't stay in the Venetian first time, but the next time we stayed in like the Venetian, we're gonna always uh-huh. stay in the Venetian. And I was like, "I never," you know, well, not all the time, but I I have stayed in the Venetian, and I'm like, mostly you know, because Tony said it, because she's right. Like, <laughs> yeah, that
1: that show
0: that show was everything. It was, oh lord, we have talked. Good Listen, hour. we
1: can go talk another 30 minutes about uh, girlfriends if we really want to. I know.
0: We can just keep going. Um, but, you know, there is a podcast for that. And that's Steph Wheel. <laughs> Will. She talks about it all the time. So y'all check out her podcast on that. But we're talking about it from a gay man perspective. Because um, we, many of us, all, a lot of us queens, love that ass show. Like, we just lo- love that show. You can't find a gay man who can't, who would... They won't if they know about it. They have watched it. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. All right. Well, that's it for this week, y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed. Our, this was a long one. Um, if I technical difficulty, but y'all be all right. Um, but um, yeah, that was our episode this week.
1: So if you want to follow us, we're on uh, Twitter at Megashine Pod and the uh, Megashine. You can follow us on Facebook. We're at Facebook slash TheMegashane. If you want to follow our personal accounts, I'm at Porter PorterPuzzass. Victor is at WonderMan5. Uh, visit our webs- website at the Uh We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. Give us a like, a rating, comment. Um, we're also trying out uh, Ask Mechashane. So if you you know want to ask us some questions... You can follow the uh, hashtag or email us at megashank6 at Mm -hmm. gmail.com. Let's see. What else? Oh, uh, if you want to read Victor's comic, Strange Lore, uh, what is it at? Taptastic?
0: Taptastic. Or just, you know, type in Strange Lore on Twitter and check it out from there.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, If you like music, I do a daily song of the day. Uh, Look for the hashtag Porter's Picks. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything else?
0: Well, Well, you have a happy Valentine's Day and everybody else, too. Even if you ain't got any dick or whatever, you can still have a good time with some good food and some good TV. I
1: think people think that Valentine's Day is just for couples. Valentine's Day is for... Anybody that you have love for, yeah. that can be your mom, your sisters, your pets, your food, your alcohol, <laughs> your video games, your comic books, mm-hmm. yeah. anything. Yeah. So you know, go ahead if you don't, if you ain't got nobody, just open you, you can, uh, <laughs> a can a bottle of wine, and wine go
0: on, and go on Facebook, and then like like your friends' couple pictures, but you know, hate on it at the same time.
2: But <laughs> give us a <already>. rating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's it, y'all. Y'all have a good day. Bye. Bye.